Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. So, hey, man. Hey. It seems like Elsa's blown through the New Orleans area. <laughs> Alice or Elsa? What did you Elsa. say? Elsa. I think I, I, I said Elsa. I wanted to say Elsa. Did it come out as Elsa or did it say Allison? I don't know. I, maybe I, maybe you were talking fast like you do. Oh, it I could just... be. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you bring that up. I, want, I should have made the resolution last show that I was going to try to speak slower and make sure things are, you know, more... Uh, make sense, I guess, <laughs> or, or clear. So I'm not just rambling on and on and on, or whatever else. But anyway, guys, this is another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And this is show number 63, the second show of the 2015 year, man. So how's your week been? Oh, it's been okay. Yeah? Doing okay? Yeah, I've been I've been having fights, but uh, we'll get to that later on. We're I definitely going to get to that. Yep. Uh, I, I took down all my uh, uh, Christmas lights today. In honor of Twelfth Night, or actually yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was Twelfth Night, right? Yesterday was Twelfth Night, and so I, uh, for those that are not from New Orleans area, uh, the Twelfth Night, you know, is when the kings came, visited Jesus, baby Jesus in the crib and stuff like that. So we celebrate te- Twelfth Night here with king cakes, which have three colors that represent the three kings and the different gifts that they gave them. And it also signals the beginning of the carnival season, a.k.a. Mardi Gras, if you're not sure what carnival means. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I forgot my point of this. But anyway, oh, yeah, I left my lights up for the last time yesterday, which is the first time I think in a while that I've been able to leave my lights up through 12th night. And I took them all down this uh, today. That's good. That's good. We took ours down on uh, Saturday because, uh, yeah, 12th night for us would have resulted in us doing it this weekend. And right. We can't. We have retreat to go to. Yeah, my wife, we took down the stuff on the inside of the house. My wife wanted to get the stuff outside, but we we're just too tired by that point. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I'll just do it on 12th night. I'll get my king cake and I'm good to go. So, you know, the one thing we left, what's that? The decorations in the tree. Those are cool though. Yeah. That's what I told her. It's like, why do we got to take this down? I like this. Like we have a huge tree outside in our backyard, Uh which no one will see unless they come in the back. But like for us to be able to like, we can't do it now because it's freezing cold outside. But I mean, for us to be able to go out there and enjoy it in the night, yeah. Those are nice I, little mood lighting things for yeah. the lamps, you know? So we we enjoy that for sure. So we left that there. Yeah, I think somewhere in the world there's uh, like some trees that have lamps hanging from them. And I thought that's a pretty cool touch. I can't remember exactly where it is. I don't know if it's in Liberty Square or somewhere say, else. wasn't it that? Yeah, no. it might be in Liberty Square, yeah. I thought that was just the coolest effect, man. That's a very common. It was like yeah. 13 lamps that represent 13 colonies. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, so you will, uh, uh, you kind of have that in your back. Do you have 13 of them or you just... No, no, <laughs> no. Now, now you bring that up. No, actually, you know what? We have the stars, we have the lanterns, and we have the um, little ornament things that light up. So maybe if you count all those up together, actually, they'd probably be more than thirteen. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You have one for every show that the po- every podcast show. No, you have it. Never mind. I'm trying to bring significance to your lanterns in your tree, but it's not working. Yeah, the significance is we like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like is good, like is good. So anyway, man, enough of this jibber-jabber. Let's head on to the queue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first thing here in the queue, man, we're talking about Starbucks. And by Starbucks, um, what do you think about Starbucks, man? When, when you hear the name Starbucks, what do you think about? Uh, bland coffee. Bland <laughs> coffee. Do you ever think about beer? 
No. Well, guess what? what? In downtown Disney, according to the Orlando Sentinel's article, and we posted a copy of that on our Facebook page, um, for the first time in Florida, folks can belly up at Starbucks. Uh, they're be- going to be selling beer? Yeah, they're going to be selling beer, man. For the uh, the coffee is retailers, uh, the coffee retailers in downtown Disney location will now serve beer and wine as part of its Starbucks evening program. Are they brewing their own beer? Is Starbucks making their own beer? Or are they just selling beer? I think they're just. They haven't mentioned star beer. That would be, actually, you know, that'd be pretty killer if they brewed their own beer. Hurry up and file the copyright because just in case they they they, they ca- copyright they magic star- our way 2015. Yeah, you go. There you go. There you go. So star beer is star beer. That's it. That's a money maker. You heard it right here on the fir- on the show first, y'all. So if they have that, then either there's they're as bright as us, or they they listen to our show, which is actually kind of. Interesting to note that the people of Starbucks would listen to our, our, our show, but you know, hey, you know what? We're getting bigger, so mm-hmm. why not listen to our show? But anyway, yeah, you're gonna be able to get a beer at Downtown Disney, man, at Starbucks after four, though. Beer hopefully and wine. They, hopefully, they're not doing their own beer because if their beer is anything like their coffee, it's gonna be kind of bland. It could be better. It may hopefully their coffee may be bland, but their yeah. beer is like impeccable. For all True. we know, I, I don't know. They yeah. use that Everglades water, you know. Yeah, well, and some people like Starbucks, and and, and maybe we should explain again, New Orleans culture uh they put chicory in the coffee down here so it's a little bit stronger a little it puts bit hair in your chest yes it does it's robust <laughs> we we like our coffee here in other places that you uh <laughs> yeah yeah you need to visit a salon and get rid of yeah but, um, this is no sin against nature this is just chicory <laughs> you know but uh, uh it's pretty powerful so i mean uh yeah we're, we're coffee's a big thing down here yeah like, it is starbucks is is reviled here like all the different places that were protesting Starbucks, like yeah. when they would open up a Starbucks next to a, um, well, like a Cafe du Monde or something, like, or like a PJ's or a like CC's. a CC's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rue Delacour. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another one, uh, coffee and company, which was put out of business by, uh, Starbucks. There was two. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. You're, you're, correct, you're, you're absolutely correct. But yeah, there's a big push, man, not to let big chains come in because we love our coffee. Mm-hmm. I still love our coffee. And to be honest, when I go down to Disney World, and I'll probably do this, uh, actually not probably, I will do this when I head down in February, mm-hmm. I'll bring my own can of uh, Cafe du Monde coffee, you know, coffee and chicory. Really? Yeah, I, I usually do because it's funny, and you can ask my wife this, when we go grocery shopping for like the DVC Resort, man, I... I remember it was one time we went down there and I didn't bring any coffee and I looked in a coffee aisle and I just started feel sensing myself getting aggravated <laughs> and aggravated because I couldn't find anything that I was deemed decent, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing with chicory. There's nothing, you know, maybe even dark roast, not even a hint of like community coffee or whatever is eight o'clock coffee, you know, dark roast or anything. It all looked like complete bland stuff. And I was just like. Uh, I can't believe this. And, you know, granted, this is grocery shopping after a long drive. So mm-hmm. I got a little aggravated, <laughs> you know, and but next every trip after that, I've brought down my own coffee, man, because I'm just not going to have it in the morning. I just got to have decent coffee when I'm down there. You know, the Disney coffee as it was before made me appreciate the Starbucks coffee oh, because yeah? the Starbucks coffee, say what you will, it's better than the than, than the old Disney coffee used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Sanka, whatever. Oh, so, so <laughs> Sponsored awful. Sponsored by Sanka. So, uh, yeah, there actually is an appreciation because I like down here, like I'd always do like a frozen kind of like PJ's Granita combination kind of thing. Whereas, uh, you know, the equivalent at Starbucks is the the chocolate frappuccino or the the, the mocha frappuccino yeah. grande something or another yeah. thing. But um, yeah, so that I, I gained an appreciation for that. And so now when I go to Barnes and Noble, if I go to Barnes, like I'll stop over at the uh, 
the Starbucks would yeah, get that. But um, I mean, that is a good that's a good little mix there that frappuccino stuff yeah. with all the. I mean, but you you put like whipped cream or all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, put in enough it. whipped cream, be, chocolate, and awesome. sugar. Yeah, it's, you know? yeah. I can almost get the same effect putting like condensed milk or something in my coffee or whatever. Or just having a milkshake. Or just having, <laughs> <laughs> which is essentially too. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know what I was gonna say? You know what else they don't serve uh, in the world that you know you'd be well to know going into it. And I, I don't remember if I brought this up on a previous show or not, but. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, Cheerios. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's a General Mills product. Yeah. Our I daughter had that. an affinity for Cheerios, and like a cast member ended up smuggling in Cheerios for my yeah. daughter. So Yeah, um, you mentioned it because I made the same thing because my kids love Cheerios, you mm-hmm. know, and, and they just they can't have it on property because it's a General Mills product. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, what's that, Kellogg's, I believe, is their, is, is one of their main people yeah. that they associate with. You can get Frosted Flakes and all that other stuff, but yeah, yeah. Cheerios, forget about it. You know? Yeah, so well. So we, that's what we usually get at the grocery store. I get, you know, I'll get Cheerios and stuff that I can't find on, on property or whatnot. Uh, but anyway, on to the next thing. All right, man. They are, are bringing back the Cinderella Castle Suite thing again. Did oh, you nice. hear about this contest? No, I prefer not to get my hopes up with the Cinderella <laughs> Suite thing. I've just kind of made my peace with the fact that it's probably never going to happen for me. Yeah, well, I'm going to post this up on the Facebook if I haven't done it already. But if you go to Disney Parks Flipside, if you just Google that and you pull up the website, it's this whole little website dealing with, you know, Flipside reports and all the behind the scenes kind of stuff. But you can enter daily for a chance to win a stay in the Cinderella's Castle Suite. Plus, you can get a five-day, four-night vacation to Walt Disney World every single day in January. Um, so yeah, you, all you have to do is just go click, press a little enter button. You'll see that toward midway on the website, you log in, you register with your Disney uh, web. And if you're a Disney fan, I'm sure you have a Disney account on their website. You know, I know I do. You return it, you return to this little thing. It's three simple steps. It's very easy to uh, do this and you can do this daily. And, uh, the way that you enter, um, is anytime in the month of January. So from January 1st to January 31st is when they're running this little, uh, flip side contest, daily contest thing. But anyway, uh, let me give you a rundown of what you can win. Uh, let's see. Uh, the max thing, you can get a five-day, four-night stay at Walt Disney World for four people, which includes one night stay at the Cinderella Castle Suite in the Magic Kingdom, three nights at a Walt Disney World Resort, a five-day Magic Your Way ticket with Park Hopper, and water parks, fun, and more options. You know, a $500 Disney gift card, a personalized Disney side welcome basket, a glass slipper gift inspired by the new live action film Cinderella in theaters March 13th. Promote, promote. And round trip coach airfare. So that's eh, a lot of stuff they're giving away, you know, mm-hmm. for this month. So anyway, yeah, you can enter this anytime during the month of January. January 31st being the last day that you can enter to get this master prize. So very simple. No payment necessary. No nothing. What's the date today, man? Today is the 7th. You know what's going away today? Oh, the hat. The hat is going bye-bye. And in fact, I was looking on Facebook at Jennifer Harris, who owns uh, Just a Dream Away Travel. She posted some pictures of the construction walls going up, you know, around the hat. So it's it's definitely a reality now. So and then you're still going to start to see a lot of these pictures floating around Facebook and in the Disney community. Uh, but it, man, that, that hat is going bye-bye, dude. How, how do you feel about that? Um... I don't know. I, I've kind of have mixed feelings about it. Uh-huh. I, I didn't have as much of a problem with the hat as most other people did. But yeah. um, well, it's like you said when we talked about it, Pat, before when the news first came up. It's like you know the hat's been around longer than uh, the hat hasn't been around. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are used to seeing that hat there. Me, you know, I, and I, I've said I've said my piece on this before is that you know I I remember going to the parks before the hat was there. 
And so I remember that view. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what it looks like now that the hat is gone um, it, to see if it if it takes me back to when it was when I first started going. I, like I actually went there on opening day, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd never done that for a park, but I remember being there. And actually, I couldn't get in in the morning. I the When we got there in the morning, the parking lot was already closed. So we had to wait to come back till noon when it reopened again because uh, we stayed off property back then. But um, yeah, I remember walking down that little, that little street and uh, seeing the Chinese theater. And um, I'm anxious to kind of see that, you know, again, because, you know, it's probably going to change. <laughs> you know, we, I don't know if they're going to keep at the Chinese theater if, uh, for like maybe the next 10 years. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in the next 10 years. Well, it sounds th- like they will be. You think? Well, that's what it sounds like. I mean, that's the rumor going around is that they're going to be redoing it. Hmm. You're just not going to get the uh, level of a redo that you thought you were going to get. Mm, okay. Well, I'd be curious to see, man. Only time will tell. But yeah, if anything, on February or that February trip, man, I'd be curious to kind of travel down memory lane a little bit and kind of see it without the hat, provided that they're done. They should be done by then, I hope. Don't you think? I think so. I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't imagine it take more than a week to get that down yeah hopefully i know the epcot uh, spaceship earth refurb was up and up and down in like four days yeah i mean it it really isn't that big of a of a thing i mean in fact i mean you really don't want to have that kind of a problem i mean it's not like you want loose pieces of metal hanging above your guest head right (laughs) regardless of whether or not there's a wall around it or not uh anything can happen if that stuff falls so i think they're gonna they're gonna move to get that out of there as quickly as possible yeah i wonder if that uh, gift shop's gonna leave I would imagine so. I don't yeah. know how you could save it. Hey, it would reduce down to a cart. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. But anyway, y'all, send us your thoughts on the whole Sorcerer's Hat thing. We would love to hear from you guys. Magicourway at gmail.com. And at the end of the show, I'll run through more of our ways of communicating with us. But, you know, the email is almost a definite way. You can voice your opinion that way. All right, man. You know, I was uh, talking with a friend, the same friend that turned me on to that hap- that ever after sweet mansion thing that we talked about last show. Yeah. And uh, she brought up a point and I was just thinking about it and I, I haven't really found anything much upon it except for a discussion on this boards. But, um, you know, Figment. Yes. You know, Stuffy from Doc McStuffins. Mm-hmm. Are they related? No. And that's what she asked me. I was like, I don't know. You know, they kind of look alike. Could they be related? No. You don't think? I think it. I think you make an argument that they kind of look alike. I think you can make an argument they both have squeaky kind of sounding voices, voices. But one's a toy and one's a figment of your imagination. A bloodline is pretty impossible. <laughs> yeah, but that Disney magic, man. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, maybe figment met somebody. You know, yeah, I mean, one's made of stuffing, <laughs> and one is made of imagination. <laughs> this is true. So, so the materials that make up the, each of the creatures make look, it impossible for it to be related in any shape or sort i wouldn't say if you saw the pixar theory and, and and a couple of the other disney fan theories running around there i wouldn't put it past somebody to figure out a way yeah that somebody formerly owned um stuffy and then they imagined like when the per like the dream finder used to own a stuffy and then when he got older that that was what he was thinking of when he mm. when figment came i'm sure there's a way to do it yeah but um i do have to say i mean if anything i'm looking at a couple of pictures of them they might be two different species of dragon maybe they're not related but they could be you know because they look kind of different unless it's a completely recessive gene like i don't see too many features of uh uh, figment and stuffy except for the wings that's about it they both share wings but you know you know figment's got got some horns you know what's your friend trying to say that all dragons look alike i don't know man i don't know (laughs) 
racist in a dragon sense, I guess. It, that, it might be. <laughs> Maybe you need to stop associating with. This oh part. goodness me. <laughs> uh, anyway, y'all, what do y'all think? You think y- y'all think Stuffy and, and Figment are? Uh, you heard our opinions. What do you think? Stuffy and Figment are related or not? And just a little clarification on something. We kind of talked about this earlier in one of those rumor segments. I love covering rumors on this show. I think it gives us a little something to talk about and speculate on. So I I report every rumor as I see it. And uh, this one turned out to not be true. Thankfully, turned out not to be true. But we discussed this a little bit before. Shock Reef did reopen over at Typhoon Lagoon after its annual refurbishment. There was rumors that that was going to go away and be gone for good or, or possibly redone into something else. Uh, but it is open again. You can go swimming in it again and happy times. Oh, yay. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So you, are you going to partake of that when you go on vacation? Well, if Typhoon Lagoon's open and oh, it's, that's it's, right. if yeah. it's warm enough, like I think Blizzard Beach is closed, which I, I think I, I saw that and I'm like, wait a minute, that cast member told me that we get tickets to Blizzard Beach. But if you look on the website, it kind of says a water park. Uh-huh. Um, so I would think we're hooked up with tickets to Typhoon Lagoon so long as it's still open and the weather permitting. Uh, yeah, I might go. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that, we'll have to see what it looks like, man, after the refurb. Well, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't. Uh, well, I guess like maintenance. Yeah, it's probably it was, cleaner it was, or yeah. something. I, I can't necessarily report on algae that was there before, but not there now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny? I just thought of something. I was listening to a podcast earlier with Lou, and he was doing some Wayback Machine kind of thing that he does, and he posed this question to the guy he was doing a show with. He said, if you had to bring one of these things back, would you bring back River Country or Discovery Island? Would I had a thought for this, but... I would bring back, okay, wow, this is a hub segment. You spring this on us now. I know, huh? we, may, we may have to tease another show dealing with these things. All right, uh, real quick, uh, I would bring back River Country, and I would uh, reimagine Discovery um, yeah. Island for, for, for being something else. Because I think River Country, as it was, was perfect. I think uh, they never quite cracked what Discovery Island could be. Yeah. What if they moved River Country to Discovery Island? Yeah, that 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 does kind of combine uh, the best of two worlds. I like that. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing what they did with that. Because I listened to a show, I was like, wait a minute, what if they put River Country over there? Mm-hmm. It's surrounded by water. You can have totally all the little lagoons inside the island, you know, mm-hmm. and just all different kind of things. You wouldn't I, have to worry about any brain-eating amoebas. No, you wouldn't have to worry about brain-eating amoebas. You could take a little raft. It could almost be like a half-day or a full-day adventure, depending on how much you want to chill. You could have yeah. beaches or something, mm-hmm. you know, in and around the island or whatever, or you know, little activities. Um, I mean, granted, the only issue would be just you have to take a boat to and from. But I mean, you know, for some people that might be okay. Yeah, you limit it to like uh, guests of the Poly, the, the the Grand Floridian, and the uh, Contemporary, and drive up business. Ooh, the, the limit luck. numbers, kind of like what the SeaWorld thing does. Yeah, do like a limited kind of, uh, you know, like um, yeah, you know, like, kind of neat. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm oh. not necessarily saying that you have to be a. Uh, um, I guess that's what I was kind of going with before because I mean, yeah. it would be easier to take the boat back and forth because, I mean, let's face it, if you got all these guests coming in from other hotels and areas, yeah. you know, they're going to be taking up the uh, little, uh, the what do you call it, the, um, well, I guess they'd have to come up with a boat launch that goes directly to, like, I'm thinking of the little area where they, they, they run out the sea racers. Uh, well, you know, each little uh, resort's got that little dock, so I'm sure they could have a couple of boats that run back and forth. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. if, if you're opening it up to the entire public, that area is going to be jam packed. No, that's a good idea, man. Maybe we have to table this and, and discuss it on fully on another show because that's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We can imagine that a little bit. So, anyway, 
All right, man. So we're done with this little reality segment, man. Let's jump into, well, I would say fantasy usually, but uh, it seems like we'll be dealing with a little more reality in a little bit. So uh, here comes the hub. Hi, I'm Herb Leibacher from worldofwalt.com and the World of Walt podcast, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. So for today's hub, we're going to be talking about Disney's customer service, something that has been known to be impeccable at times for most of the time. Sometimes it could be kind of questionable depending on who you get, but you just ask, call back and ask for another person. But for the most part, people have a, a pretty decent time with how helpful they are and everything else. Um, but a story came out this past week from ABC Tampa, and it deals with a family that had took a Disney cruise to the Bahamas. And everything was growing great until the group was asked to pack up their things and disembark in Nassau, you know, of all things. Um, now, just to kind of preface this, uh, they, it, it's a group, you know, it's a couple and they have their little baby, four month old. And to kind of preface this, uh, Disney Cruise Line, in fact, changed its policy on infant travel last summer. Okay, so 2014. Previously, babies younger than 12 weeks were not permitted on board, but starting January 1st, the cruise line increased the age requirement to six months old. So, you know, they, they changed the policy last summer and it, it, it went into effect January 1st of this year. So it had to be, in order for an infant to come on board, it had to be at least six months old. A uh, representative from the company said that all parents who had existing reservations like the Moax or Moax, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name, would not be affected. So this family, uh, this family, for uh, book their vacation prior to them changing this. And so technically they shouldn't have been affected, you know, by this whole policy change. However, they were taking their little cruise uh, to, from out of Miami uh, headed towards uh, Bahamas. Um, there was a point, let's see on Thursday morning, I'm kind of paraphrasing from the website. Uh, everything was going well, Berg said until Thursday morning when his four month old granddaughter began spitting up. Berg's daughter, Jennifer Moak, brought the infant to the ship's doctor who gave her some medicine for seasickness. But just hours later, someone from the doctor's office phoned Moak's, Moak's or Moak's husband, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, uh, saying that they wanted to do another checkup on the baby. Instead of a checkup, the doctor then told the couple they would have to disembark according to the family. He said it's because of her age. She wasn't supposed to be on the ship and that they would be, I think, the word that he used was terminating our stay on the ship, Moak said Monday. Uh, the family said the medical staff cited the baby's age and need for safety as reasons they could not keep her on board. Uh, let's see. Moving on. At the doctor's request, Berg, Moak, and her husband packed up and got ready to leave, expecting that Disney would take care of the accommodations. But they said their experience was unsafe and not up to standards for the 1000 nightly rate they had paid to go on the cruise. I know that they had thought that this was that it was safer for her to be off the ship, and it could have been if the situation was dealt with in the right way, Moak said. Her safety is my number one priority, and they were saying her safety was her number one priority, so we should have all been on the same page. Moak said that he, she had to plead for a child car seat for the taxi ride to the hotel, uh, and then you know, they just go on the, the, relating their experiences after they had to get off. Uh, the ship and everything else. And then he said the the family, they go on to say, the family said Disney only offered to pay for the hotel, 
The family had said Disney only offered to pay for the hotel and flights home after much back and forth. So they kind of had to haggle with Disney to kind of get things covered since they got basically kicked off the ship. And wasn't it also thing like with the hotel was like they said it was just like some roach infested kind of. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest of places that they had done. Um, let's see. A port agent was who was supposed to help with arrangements failed to connect with the family. And after the return home, he'd realized he'd been charged gratuities for three nights. They were not on the ship. You know, so y'all can read this article and, and kind of make a judgment for yourself. But man, what do you think about that? You know, um, obviously you hear something like this and you want to hear both sides of the story because you're yeah. sure that there's another side of the story. But having um, having read it, it it's kind of hard to believe. It's it's kind of hard for me to I- accept anything beyond the fact of they were they, they were put off the boat because Disney wanted them off the boat because of the age of their child. Right. They were let on the boat. Anytime that you go ahead and you tell a family you get off and you're in a different country, I think you're wrong. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and, you know, again, I, I would like to hear both sides of the story here, I'm, I'm sure. And not you won't right. hear both sides of the story, by the way, because Disney will do nothing beyond saying that we're so sorry. No, it, even if they have a, a, a legit reason for what they did, with why they did what they did beyond what you already know about. Right. You won't hear about it. Uh, yeah. they, they'll, they're very good at that. Yeah, they're very good at covering up. And, you know, I was uh, I was curious myself to see what the more of the story was. And I was searching today before we did our show to see if anything had come to light. But, of course, nothing has yet. Right. Uh, Christopher Sullivan, uh, he commented on our Facebook page the exact same kind of thing. He said, there's got to be more of this story uh, than what we're actually seeing here. And this is the only article I've seen. Everybody kind of references back to this ABC Action News article out of Tampa. And, but I'm curious to see what uh, what else is going on, if there's any other extraneous things. You know, I mean, granted, yeah, cruise ships, when you sign that thing, they have the right to kick you off board wherever. You know, granted, you have a little baby. I don't think that's right. Right. <laughs> you know, let alone being Americans in a different country. I mean, you can't. Yeah. That's just not cool, you know? Well, and that's that's my issue with it is you don't kick somebody off in another country because you've just created a whole nother issue. If you're worried about safety so much, dropping somebody in a place that they're completely unfamiliar with yeah you know, I, uh, yeah <laughs> talk about putting a damper on your vacation man yeah, I, just, no, I can't even imagine that so whereas i recognize there's two sides of every story I, I think this is probably uh and given my experience recently I, yeah. I think this is probably some corporate policy that somebody put into effect that didn't question whether or not it made sense given the circumstances right. and um yeah uh, i i i don't know that they were ex- you know inconvenienced quite to the level they would have you believe but i I definitely think they were inconvenienced yeah so uh, we'll probably definitely table this kind of discussion on this kind of uh event just to see what later happens if anything comes to light but you know as based on what we're doing now i mean those are opinions uh based on how they handled that uh particular situation coming from one particular angle i should say Mm -hmm. you know so Anyway, how, have you dealt with customer service? Or yeah, have you well, dealt with anything like that? Yeah, or? that's what I was referring to earlier. Uh, oh, yeah? we, we had an issue this Christmas. Oh, okay. And, you know, like I just said, there's two sides of every story, but I'm sorry, this is the story. <laughs> <laughs> if there's another side, I, mean, I can read you the emails that went back and forth. And Is this and, for your upcoming vacation? No, has, this has nothing to do with our upcoming vacation. Oh, okay, okay good. This has to do with uh, a gift that my daughter wanted for Christmas. All right. Um, we, you know, like when you go shopping around for Christmas, stuff like that, you take your kids with you, you go to the Disney store, Disney stores at the mall, kid goes in, she saw this, uh, princess Aurora, sleeping beauty, briar rose, that, that, that princess has a lot of names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
she saw this castle play set and she just fell in love with it and that was what she wanted for christmas okay and um you're in the mall so santa's there so what does she do everything she would go up to santa hey what do you want for christmas i want aurora's castle okay <laughs> cool and it was you know it looked nice in the box i mean it was a nice beautiful castle um it, it was like a whole set they had like aurora and the horse and maleficent and prince philip and um Oh, like, yeah, they, they had like a bed or something. I mean, when right. you opened it up, it, it clearly wasn't all that. Right. Um, But it looked nice and it was like an $80 item. Okay. It was on sale for like 50, I want to say. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's what she fell in love with. That's what she wanted. That was her, that was going to be her big gift for Christmas. Okay. So, um, this went on for a while. We, we, we. We got it. We, we stashed it. Christmas came along. Mm -hmm. She's opening her gifts from Santa. She gets her, her, you know, her castle and she loves it. And she opens it up and starts playing with it. And, um, man, within 20 minutes, she sat Aurora down. Like, I, I wasn't looking at her directly when she did it. Okay. But, like, she sat Aurora down on the table. I know enough to know that she was in my peripheral vision. She wasn't slamming it or throwing it. Right. And Aurora's legs snapped right off the pelvis came undone and um wait it's how big is this aurora oh god like maybe three inches okay, okay you know if that um and uh man i mean it just it set her into tears it's like Aww. oh my god you know i just broke aurora and it's like oh baby and again i didn't really quite see it but i know that she wasn't doing anything violent with it so yeah. this is the day of the this, this is, is the day she got it. Yeah, the day she got it. It didn't last all the 20 minutes. Right. Um, and, and it probably would have lasted less, I would say, if she would have spent more time, if she wouldn't have spent more time um, playing with the castle itself, doing the horse, doing Prince Philip, doing Maleficent. I mean, right. she took her turns with the characters. She just took Cinderella. When we went to eat, she took Cinderella to the, I mean, Cinderella, Aurora. She Aurora, took Aurora yeah. to the table with us. Right. Um, so the thing broke apart. And she's devastated, and we're like, "Don't, don't worry. Well, maybe the elves didn't use enough glue, or <laughs> you know, because you're trying to play it up because she thinks you know Santa made this gift for her. So yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Um, we'll go to the Disney store because you know they deal with Santa all the time, and we'll go get another one. So as soon as Lakeside opened, we went to the mall and we showed them what happened. And they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry." Uh, we'll replace it, but we don't have any more on uh, on site. We'll have to we'll have to order off. Right, right. You know, you, you we'll have it shipped to your house. It'll be there between seven. So now she's got to wait a week for her Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they took, she they took the whole thing. They, she they took the whole thing. Oh, okay. They, they wouldn't okay. even leave her like like something to play with. So now she's like you know kind of like you know like at least she could have used. She had a taste. Yeah, <laughs> and she could have used like Cinderella or Ariel, like the bigger versions to yeah. play in the castle. So she she um. She was a little bummed about that, but it wasn't quite so bad because we were like, don't worry, Santa's going to take care of it. He's going to fix it, and they're going to get it to him. We're going to get a new one back, and it'll all be good. Hey, I got the story straight, and this is her big Santa gift. Yes. Well, ah. this, is, this is what she really, really, really wanted. Ah, gotcha. I mean, every single time we went to the mall, she had to stop at the Disney store to see this castle. Ah. All right. So, Monday? Monday. This we, past Monday? Yeah, this past Monday, we get the replacement castle. <laughs> this time Aurora lasted about five minutes. Really? Five minutes until the exact same thing happened. The exact she sat Aurora down the table, the two legs popped right off and watched it happen. Yeah. Now I'm mad because now she's sat again and she's I broke Aurora. She's blaming herself for breaking Aurora when it's 
clearly just just this crappy craftsmanship that that went into making this do thing. you have this aurora here i do you want to see it you want to yeah. put it on pause and i'll go get her yeah we're gonna take a pause take a pause all right hello this is jeff roney from the once upon a time fan podcast at onceisfrozen.com and you are listening to the magic hour way podcast all right so we're back and danny has brought me the aurora in question Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and what I'm going to do here is I'm going to text you a picture of the oh, because we had to return the other Aurora. I'm going to text you a picture of uh, the first Aurora that broke. Okay. Okay. So that way you can see that they broke in entirely the exact same way. I am. Uh, I'm looking at this Aurora at the moment. I have her torso, I guess, and her arms and head in one hand, and her pelvis in another, and her legs are on the desk in front of me, sprawled out. Okay, now I just sent you the uh, picture of the other roar, and you can confirm that that is indeed the exact same way it broke before. And then basically, you know, yeah, the pelvis connects to her torso, and the, and the pelvis is really the offending piece here because that's the one that is, is yeah. that constantly the little, um, I don't know if it's like a cheap plastic, a little snap that happens in there, or if it was the glue, but that would, is what gives away. I mean, the glue is nothing. I mean, you. You can see if you pull apart at that pelvis, the thing just kind of peels off. I mean, I was about to say, the, the, the legs are articulate, right? To an extent? Well, no, the legs are like straight. I mean, like you can't bend at the knees or anything like that. I mean, but you can bend at the hip, I guess. At the hip. Like they're made to sit down if the legs are completely straight. And so both times they just snapped off the, in the exact same manner. I mean, like I said, you can look at it and see it's the exact same. All right. So, listeners, carnage. I just took a picture of the Aurora I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And Danny just sent me a picture of the one that's originally there. The, the, the first one that he got. Yeah. Which looks like it snapped the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. it sure did. It and sure did. It's very distinct because it's Aurora in a blue dress. Like, how often yeah. do you see that? You really don't see that kind of a, a, a character. So, anyway. Well, I'm going to take a couple of pictures because I want to take note. Because I can tell you what, number one, this is definitely not, I can't focus it. This is definitely not like the Star Wars figures I used to have when I was growing no. up. No, no. Those things were actually, I mean, they're built the same way, but they had they had a rubber band inside that held everything together. That rubber band was way better than this. Oh, yeah. Uh, that thing rocked. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, eventually it dry rotted and, and like G.I. Joe's were like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, not to the, this thing, like I said, literally did not last five minutes. It, it, and, and to make so what i did after because now i'm i'm furious yeah because now here comes the tears again she broke aurora again she feels bad about it and now she's like you know can we can we send it back to santa again and it's like i know better now it's like we can't because you'll just get another one that that's that that's made poorly and this right. is going to happen all over again and i went and looked on uh, amazon.com and there's two reviews for this thing. Both of them reporting the exact same thing. No kidding. A yeah. poor Aurora. One out of five, the, it both snapped off oh. and broke off in the exact same way. If you look on the Disney website, there are three reviews. One is for like five stars from a grandmother who bought it that never saw it open, never saw it played with. Right. Just reviewed it because she thought it looked good for her grandchild. Okay. Second one is from somebody who had the exact same thing happen. Aurora broke off. It was cheap craftsmanship. That kind of, I mean... It, and there was a third that was ranked at three out of five stars, but this person went nuts with the review. I mean, I don't know if like they fancy themselves like a 
A good way or a, a bad pro- way? Like a good, like a professional reviewer. Like they reviewed everything. They told you how many pieces came with this and this was good. Oh, super detailed. Yeah. Oh, God. It was like an eight paragraph review. Yeah. But I don't think they ever even played with it. I think they were just some someone that fancied themselves a reviewer. Who knows? Maybe they're on the Disney payroll. I, I don't know. Point being is that there's enough evidence out there to show that this thing is a, is a problem. Right, right, right. Um. So anyway, so now I'm furious. I write Disney and I say... You wrote him an email. I wrote him an email. Huh. I contacted uh, customer service, Disney Guest Relations. Okay. And uh, I didn't ask for anything. I didn't want anything. There's nothing they could do to make it up. You already, you know. You ruined this girl's Christmas. I, I, I want to say that, but it wasn't like she, <laughs> I mean, we had a nice time when she got other gifts. Yeah. We had a nice dinner and everything like that. She didn't ruin it, but it somewhat led to a disappointment because the one thing she really wanted and she was good. Like when she would act up, we'd be like, you better be good because Santa's watching if you want Aurora. And it just. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't good uh, enough to get one that works. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you must have did something that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. Because Santa keeps sending you the ones that fall apart. But um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it, it was a bit of a, of a disappointment. So I wrote them a bit of a disappointment. It was a bit of a disappointing Christmas. Yes, it yeah. was. I'm sorry. It, it didn't. It didn't meet the expectations that we had for it. And Disney, which is known for quality, or at right. least used to be, yeah, um, yeah, just is clearly something they sent off to China to be made, and it just, it, it, it just, it's not just bad. Up to, yeah, it is. Um, I looked at the the butt of the torso, where they usually have the names of the makers, and it has Disney right on there, copyright. Mm. And this is just a bad. I I tried to take a picture of the tor- of the pelvis itself. Yeah, this wasn't like some JC Penney's knockoff kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely tell where this thing failed. I mean, you have a joint like that; it's not going to hold right up to play. All it did was open, and everything popped out. Exactly, that's just terrible. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars figures didn't do that. They had the rubber band all the way through the torso. Yeah, all well, the way to the legs. Actually, back when, that's how it all worked. Back when craftsmanship meant something. Yeah, this is a uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> So I wrote him. I yeah. told him exactly the exact same story. I told y'all how she, you know, what you call look forward to it, wanted it, how disappointed she was. And then when the first time it happened, we didn't raise a fuss. I didn't email Disney. I didn't say, hey, I, guys, what the heck? I didn't overreact. We went and brought it in. Yeah. I didn't overreact to the fact that we had to wait a week to get a replacement. It just, you know, it is what it is. But the second time it happened, now that was, is, that's too much. And right. I told him all this in an email and I, Send it all to him. And, and the bottom line of the email was, look, um, y'all, y'all need to take this off. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't need to be selling this anymore. This, right, right. You know, you, it is currently for sale on your website. It need not be on your website anymore. Ah, that yeah. was the whole goal behind the email is just, look, Disney is known for quality. You're not selling quality. There's no reason any other little girl should have to deal with it. Yeah, this. recognize uh, the, in a, the, the substandard that this little toy is and fix it or get rid of it absolutely that, that, that that's the exact same mentality that we had going into it. what's the name of this castle thing do you remember what is it's it what's like, it called um disney's aurora actually like it's still in the disney store to this day yeah you so can still i'm looking go it up right now while we're talking regular price 49.99 aurora deluxe castle playset sleeping beauty i see it the little it, pink thing yeah if you scroll down you, you, you see the five-star review looks awesome. I will like to wait until my granddaughter gives me her impression. I know she is going to like it and may enjoy the gift, but I want to see her reaction. So she's given it five stars. The thing's not even at the plastic. So this magic old 8S, if you, if, if, how did your daughter react? <laughs> your yeah. granddaughter react? Won't you send us an email, man? We're, we're curious. If you would be so kind, Kevin, can you read the second uh, review? Lacking in quality? Yes. 
Yes, this is from a B. Tyson up in Canada. He gave it a one Mickey face or ear review. And this was on December 14th. He says, I'm extremely disappointed in this product. We opened it this morning and we found out that one of the flags fell off in shipping. While putting it back on, half of the glitter fell off. Prince Philip can't sit on his horse. <laughs> that is true. I don't know about the glitter, but the, the Prince Philip cannot sit on his horse. Is he supposed to sit on his horse? Well, he has a horse. <laughs> uh, you would think for 50 bucks, regular price $79.95, those poor, poor people who paid $79.95 for this. Right. Um, but yeah, regular price $79.95, $40. The prince should be able to sit on his horse. Yeah. Oh, and it continues. And it's very difficult to get Aurora to stand on her own because she has no legs. Can you fall off? Um, <laughs> I added that in. Sorry. So continuing with his review, when sitting Aurora up in her bed, both of her legs fell off. <laughs> if my husband hadn't recycled the box after opening, it would be going back to the store. And uh, by the way, uh, B. Tyson, uh, we did throw the box out after that had happened, and it was raining that day. Yeah. And the box got wet, and we took it back to the Disney store, and they took it without the box. So oh, you, nice. you don't you don't need a box in case we have a listener there, which I doubt, but yeah. FYI. Yes, you know, let's just, let's just stick with it. I guess we got to stick with the Lego princesses and stuff, you know, because they seem to last. And they could sit on their horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do you see the... Now, Look at the one right underneath that that ranks at three out of five. Ideal yeah. for young children. Mr. Uh, top 250 contributor. Um, yeah, he looks like just like a, uh, a reviewer. So it's, Is that like an eight paragraph review of this thing yeah, or what? I that, mean, that's extensive. Yeah. So um, anyway. I'm not reading that. No. And that's three out of five. I mean, who's going to read that thing? So, I mean, this is obviously not a parent who had a child that played with this. This is somebody that fashions himself a... Uh, a connoisseur of yeah, toys. Thank you. Um, so anyway, I, I right. emailed Disney and I, I told them the whole story and I told them how pathetic this product was and that it broke twice on us and, you know, basically called for them to just remove it from their website. So say, I mean, I didn't expect immediately removal, but right. I mean, review it and, and, and go ahead and, um, and do what you need to do. What I got back from them, uh, a reviewer by the name of, uh, I, uh, 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 Disney, Disney store guest team member. Liaison. <laughs> yeah, by the name of Aisha. She wrote back. She was very nice. Uh-huh. And uh, she apologized for what had happened. Um, but if, if you read through it, I swear to you. I mean, it's like, you know, everything about what happened to me is like personal detail. Everything that took place and, and what they need to do and, and, and why uh, the, this thing, um, you know, it was just, it was a bad experience for right. us. Um, everything I read, it just read like a form email. Like they just went ahead and they plucked it in. But they offered us, get this, this is what they offered us for, they, for, for our trouble. Okay. Do you want to take a guess? Uh, what, what did Disney offer us for, for our ruined child's Christmas? Uh, and then our second one going wrong, having to go take it to the Disney store, return it, all the time it took to do that. What do you think we got offered? A $10 gift card? That's exactly oh, right. Really? A $10 merchandising credit. Guys, that was a complete guess. Thank you very much. Thank very, you very much. Thank you very much. You know what? Like, remember Lee was talking about the price of right, price yeah. is right. You'd be probably good at that. I know. Well, maybe. I don't know. That was, that was <laughs> luck. But I'm guessing, you know, I was guessing gift card, but I wasn't going to guess high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I responded to him and I told him pretty much what they could do with their $10. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's insulting. That is so insulting. That's like... I, I'd rather them not bring up any kind of monetary thing whatsoever than bring up the ten. Like, 
fifty dollars wouldn't have made up for what happened. Yeah, a hundred dollars wouldn't have made up for what happened. I right. mean, it would have been nice to be able. Okay, baby, you can pick out something on the website and, and whatever you want, and let's cross our fingers this time. It would have been nice for that, for, but for ten ten dollars doesn't even cover the shipping <laughs> on most items worth a damn. That's special. It is, and you know, it just it ticked me off, and I, I thanked the woman who responded, and I, I accepted her apology, and I appreciated her her response, her quick response to to the issue. Yeah. But I, I told her I'm, I'm insulted by this. Like you know, no amount of money is going to make this right, especially. Did you, you, know, you so you told her this back in a reply? Yes, especially yeah. like, let alone ten bucks. I mean, right. you know. Seeing your daughter's reaction and, and her um, playing with with that which she's been longing for. I mean, sometimes you forget as you get older. Right. That, you know, once you have money, you can kind of go get what you want. When you're a kid, you wait months for that one thing. You wait for your birthday. You wait for Christmas. And the only thing you can, you, you got to be good every day to earn it. You have to stay on your parents' good side. And, yeah. you know, there's a sense of things that, that need to happen in order for you to get this thing. And you earn it. Right. So when you get it, it's a special moment. Right. There's nothing special about a $10 gift card. There's nothing <laughs> special about a 30 or 40 or a hundred dollar gift card is nothing about you can't make that right with money mm -hmm. but like i said ten dollars is just almost like <laughs> it's almost like just like this dismissive yeah <laughs> whatever kid uh, here, here's ten bucks go away. here this is how they, to appease this so i wrote them back i told them what they could do it i said you know yeah, exactly what i just told you and oh my god dude ten dollars doesn't even you can't even afford you a, a whole lapu lapu you're right yeah absolutely right i can't believe that little like Picture this. You okay. can't even get a magical star no. for the ten dollars for the drive over. Like, let's say, like I don't make ten. I make more than ten dollars an hour at my job. Okay, right. for the time it took to do this, to pack this thing up, drive to the store, wait in line, take your information, get your shipping address, do the exchange, come back home. That was over an hour, and me and my wife both had to go do that. Yeah. And yeah, it's not even worth our time. Ten dollars. What does ten dollars mean? Like I said. Right. Not to even put a monetary figure. So that's what I said to her. It's like, you know, you insult me with this. <laughs> I don't want your $10. Keep it. No, thank you. Um, and I explained why and I explained what they've done. And what I basically went right back to again was, um, yeah, uh, what you call it? That's not the point here. The point is, is to make sure nobody else has to deal with this. Right. You are currently still selling this thing. Right, right. I would strongly ask that if y'all want to, you know, if you want to be known for for quality, that you have this matter reviewed. Right. So, uh, and Kevin will verify for this. So, right before we got on the air, I I did get an email back in response to that. So this is the latest that we're we're at. The latest on this. is okay. I'll read the email. Yeah, go ahead and read okay. the email yeah. because I, I read it right before we did the 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 podcast. Yeah, but it read like a form email and, and nothing of it resonated with me. So the, the so what you got back was another form email. What I think. I mean, look, they personalized it from the point that we're like, we're sorry you're disappointed with fill in the blank. You tell me with you a ten dollar gift card, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which can't even get you a lapu lapu. Yeah. Okay. Here here you go. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll read that. You tell me if you think that somebody actually wrote this or, or if it was a form email. All right. You can get like, you can get a pot of 100% uh, Coda coffee, <laughs> which is okay. All right. You, you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for that. Okay. Dear Danny, thank you for your recent correspondence. We are sorry to hear that you were disappointed in the quality of the Sleeping Beauty Castle. Please be assured that your comments regarding quality have been forwarded to our merchandise team. 
Our goal at the Disney store is to exceed our guests' expectations. We appreciate it when a guest takes the time to notify us when our product did not meet expectations. Comments such as yours provide valuable insights for our merchandise team for future merchandise. Although you feel your recent experience was below our high standards, we hope we will be able to exceed your expectations in the future. We look forward to your continued interest in the Disney store. Sincerely, Lisa. (laughs) But did that feel sincere? I mean, I've got no problem with either Aisha or Lisa who responded to me. They did their job exquisitely. Bravo, guys. You you did exactly what you're supposed to do. But was this good customer service? Does this make me feel special? No. No, the no. item's still up for sale. You know, ten bucks, which I told him to shove. Did you um, send him like uh, uh, reviews and stuff of this, like evidence? Yes, I, I pointed them to the Amazon page. I pointed them to the uh, to the their Is page. This their page, yeah. Yes, and, and and explained to them both. It's like, look, I'm not the only one. Please believe me. This has happened twice to us. We haven't even reviewed the thing yet. Which right. I need to figure out how to become a member to review. Sh- Stuff. Review stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. And, and and by the way, in my email, just so you people don't think I was just mean, and I was just like, you know, yeah, your stuff. So I, I told them in the email, I was like, look, we're we're lifelong Disney fans. I didn't say I do a podcast and I'll totally bury you. <laughs> yeah. No, but I like uh, we. Yeah, I, I did told, you drop the magic Way card on? Them? I should have. Like, <laughs> you know what? I should have. I like, do yeah. a podcast and I will. <laughs> you know, at least preach to my two, three hundred <laughs> people that follow us, and uh, they'll hear it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I did tell him, I was like, look, we're lifelong fans. We own all the movies. We go to Disney at least twice a year. I mean, we can overlook one bad instance, but there's no reason for this to have happened twice. And there's no reason for it to happen in the future. You know, going forward, y'all should. And your $10 gift card, Balderdash. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why when you said that, I I started thinking like a very regal uh, voice. This is piddly. (laughs) I don't know. You know, like I can almost see some lawyer in the room saying, "Well, five dollars is um, five dollars is way, 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 way too little. Fifteen is too much. Uh, wh- what can we do? Ten, ten, ten pounds. <laughs> what can I get for ten? Not much. Well, good. That's. A- I'm hearing King Good Joffrey Joffers voice. <laughs> <laughs> so- Pick your ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, Anyway, so that, that so that's where we are right now. That's that, that's that the was, latest, and I, I feel no need to respond to that. I mean, I'm, maybe I'll say thank you, Lisa, and I'll I'll, I'll be checking in to see whether or not it's removed. Thank but, you, um, Lisa. I appreciate you sending me your form letter and yes. somewhat personalizing it <laughs> and allowing me to keep the ten dollar gift card. But you know, I, I will mention this. No, on my I, podcast. I did not accept the ten dollar. Oh, you didn't? You refuse it? I refused it. You can do that. Oh well, I mean, they said send us your information. I said I'll oh. give. What I said was I'll give you my cell phone number if if y'all want to discuss the incident. I'll be happy to give you my cell phone number because hey, look, there are people out there to take advantage of this stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, and I can understand Disney's need to be um, defensive, right? When it comes to, to to complaints like this, that's why I tried my best to verify it with you know, like <laughs> look at this, look at that. Maybe I should have sent the pictures along to go with it. I didn't do that. Um, a lot of times, like if I'm if I'm them and I'm getting a picture with an, uh, an email with an attachment, I'm deleting it because yeah. that could be a virus. Um, but um, you know, what's funny about that is like a you know I, I I'm a big fan of the monorail toy mm-hmm. and stuff, and some of the latest monorails, you know, they have trouble getting around the track. Um, oh. If there's the slightest little piece of track out of line, or if there's a bump or whatever else, mm-hmm. but it, there's something to do with the tire that they have on it and everything else. 
And I remember reading somewhere that somebody was uh, kind of complaining about it to Disney and, and the, the, one of the responses they got or whatever to a manager is like, look, it's just a toy. <laughs> and that was pretty much it, you know. So that's where I was thinking they probably would respond to you, but they didn't, luckily. But I was just like, you know, it's, it's a monorail. <laughs> you can't, you know, that's I'm, the thing. If it's just a toy, then it's just a, a, a mouse. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's just a building. It's not a castle. Right. It's just a guy in a suit it's not pluto it's just a bling blingy room not a castle suite <laughs> and that's the problem just and, a turkey leg <laughs> you know <laughs> i was watching this uh this uh, uh imagineer panel when they were talking about walt and they were talking about his, his his philosophy towards business being that you know always give the guests more than what they're expecting don't give right. them what they're give them more than what they're expecting right because they'll always they'll trust you and they'll come back and it just doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like if you can take advantage of anything, if you can stick a character on anything and sell yeah. it, go ahead and do it. Don't try and give them something special. Right. Just you know, take advantage of you know their kids' love of something and and, and fleece them. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, I mean that um, th they've been coasting on reputation for a little while there. And um, again, like I said, I, I don't I don't mean this to be a um, a bash Disney thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, the, I've heard also from people like my sister, one of them, uh, who, uh, when we went to, we went to dinner over at. Um, was it Canyon for, was it the bus story? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You I mentioned just, on the show. Yeah. And I just thought it was taking advantage of a situation. It's like, look, they're being nice and, and grand, good for them. That they go above and beyond. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe it's when you got somebody in front of you, it's a little bit easier. Right, right. Uh, I'm sorry, a little bit harder to tell them no than what it is when you're doing it by email. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, there are people who take advantage of this stuff all the time, but there there does seem to be. That's why I lend credence to that story that you were telling me about with the uh, the, the cruise ship where right. somebody made a decision and, and um, it just didn't take into account people. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Uh, guys, is any of you guys out there in Magic Our Way Land have this castle playset? Man, I'll post a link of it in our on our Facebook page, so you can kind of check out what we're talking about. And you know, just kind of, does your Aurora work? <laughs> does she stay intact? Does she stay together? I mean, does your Aurora work? Yeah, how often do you hear that? I how mean, well does your Aurora work these days? You know, just by hearing your story, I'm gonna keep buying the Lego stuff because I know I can at least just, get the prints on the horse. I'm hearing the Cialis music in the background. <laughs> Does your Aurora work? Do, 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 do you have problems with your Aurora? Do, 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 do the legs keep popping off? Does her torso not stay together? <laughs> you need... Uh, well, whatever. Anyway, I'm not promoting Cialis, but if they wanted to, they could. <laughs> oh, we would they, do that. Yeah, if they wanted to sponsor the Magic Hourway podcast. I mean, totally. I'm sure we have some listeners that are of age, older than us, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so they may need a little help with the smile. So anyway, but anyway, back to my point. If you got this toy, guys, and you had experienced something like this or yours works, I mean, give us a contact us, man. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we haven't heard that music in a while, but that just means that another listener has written in. Uh, I say another listener. He's written in before, but he gave us a full trip report via email. And uh, let's see, I'm going to go ahead and read. He sent us two emails, complete with pictures, and I'm going to go ahead and post this on our website. Did he give us permission to post it? He did. I asked okay. him, I got an email, and he said we could use the pictures and we can use, uh, we can read it on air. So we're good to go with that. And actually, Chris, we might have him on the, not might, we'll probably have him on the show in probably two or three shows, depending when we get around to it. Oh, yeah. And he took a Disney cruise during, over the Christmas holidays. 
So I'll be curious to hear how that experience went, man. On the yeah. fantasy, he said. Any sick babies on board? I don't know. I guess we'll have to ask him. But yeah, we're going to get Chris on here via Skype, and we're going to actually get to talk to him. But he sent us two emails. I'm going to give you part one this week's show, and I'll give you part two for next week's show when we have Lee. Lee's actually going to be in town, so that's going to be exciting. And there I go. I'm, I'm speaking fast again. But anyway, <laughs> let me get to the business here. Um, he titled his email, Trip Report, Walt Disney World, and Disney Fantasy Christmas Cruise Day number one. So this is, I guess it was a land sea vacation. This has had to be his land portion of the cruise. Uh, but anyway, he's, he says he just wanted to send you a short trip report about our vacation this Christmas to Walt Disney World and the Christmas cruise on the Disney Fantasy. And you guys, if you want, while I'm reading this email, if you pull up our website, magicaware.com, you'll notice it's it, the website's up. You know, I'm not fully promoting because it's not fully up and running, but you know, there's elements of it that work. And so what you might want to do is pull up our show notes uh, for show 63 and you can follow along with the pictures that he sent. He sent a lot of great pictures and you guys can do this too. But anyway, let me go ahead and read. He says, we stayed at the Bay Lake Tower on points and he had two great rooms on the second of which was on the 10th floor and overlooked Bay Lake and includes a great panoramic picture of his view from his room. He said, the room was great, two-bedroom villa, and the view of the fireworks from the top of the World Lounge outdoor viewing area was awesome. And Danny and I, you know, as, as of last year from now, we, we saw that view of the fireworks. Uh, beautiful. Oh, it's incredible. So he says, day one was a non-park day, so we toured the monorail hotels as well as Boardwalk Beach Club, which is a great idea. We had heard so much about the gingerbread houses and display that we wanted to see them ourselves. And you've seen that, and I've seen that, and that's just awesome. Yeah. But first, it was time for breakfast at Captain Cook's at the Poly and my first ever Tonga toast. First ever. Oh, <laughs> man. I wonder what you thought, dude. Right, let's see. Oh, wait. He continues. You guys are right. It is amazing and will be on my list of must-haves whenever we visit Walt Disney World. We thought of doing breakfast at Kona Cafe, but the Tonga toast was served at Captain Cook's as well. It was about $4 cheaper. You know, this is true, Chris, but you know yeah. what? If you went to Kona Cafe, you could have tried the macadamia pineapple macadamia nut pancakes and gotten 100% Kona coffee, <laughs> which is pretty delicious. You know, Kona coffee is a, is a, well, you know, give them a reason to go back. Yeah. Oh, wait, there you go. You just have to go back. And, you know, I like Tonga, you know, to be honest, I, I enjoy the Tonga toast, but I, I think I like those macadamia uh, nut pan, uh, pineapple pancakes better. I don't know. Uh, did you have some of that when we went last year? Did the, that, no, I did not have the macadamia nut. Um, I, I did have the tongue toast before. You did have tongue, yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. We did. Yeah, we split one of those. But anyway, um, next it was on to the Grand Floridian. We tried to get a one bedroom here for the trip, but no luck on the wait list. The resort decorations were beautiful and the gingerbread house was amazing. Even more amazing were the gingerbread shingles with chocolate backing that you could purchase at the house itself. This is true. The shingles were soft and tasty. Needless to say, we wound up buying a few more while we were there. And boy, that, that scent just wafts through that whole lobby, you know? Mm -hmm. It just lures you. It's like a hand that's luring you to that house, you know? Oh, yeah. And so he posts pictures up of the place, and I'm going to go ahead and post it. And he posts a picture of the tree in the Grand Floridian, which that place during the holidays is absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So he goes on. Next, we rode the monorail back to the Contemporary and checked out the frozen gingerbread display. I'm not a big fan of Frozen. <laughs> and though it's a small world display from last year was better. It, oh, did you see it? Yeah, I did see that. I, I must have missed that. I kind of agree. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't seen this. I've seen pictures of the Frozen display, but, you know. Yeah, he put some pictures up, and we'll put that on the website as well. He said, uh, I'm not a big fan of Frozen, and though the, it's a small world display from last year was better, but you can't say that they did not do a lot of work on this display. And I'm looking at the pictures. We're looking at it right now. Yeah, it looks pretty good. 
Elsa's got some pretty round, rosy cheeks. <laughs> Going on, the boardwalk's display was a recreation of a turn-of-the-century boardwalk concession stand made from gingerbread. It was very cute, but I was hoping after seeing the sign to get a gingerbread cone with ice cream. Ooh, were, that's yeah. a good idea. Wow, that's a... Wow. Did they, they make that, or is he getting to that? Well, let me see. They were only selling the frozen novelties from the park, such as Mickey bars and ice cream sandwiches. Ah. Uh, he, he shows us a picture of the little sign, and it has the two trees. But God, Chris, you just stumbled upon an idea. Copyright Chris Sullivan, 2014 <laughs> or 2015. I'll, I'll give you that copyright, because that's a killer. I would buy that. Part of the Magic Our Way Army. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Our Moes. The Moes, yeah. <laughs> Mow them down with great ideas. That's what it is. That's right. Boy, did I just come up with our jingle? <laughs> I think you did. Oh, wow. Gingerbread cone with icing. Chris, that is freaking awesome. God, I would buy that. I want one of those now. <laughs> yeah, you're out of luck. But. Oh, <laughs> All right, so he goes on. The beach club's display, I think, was the best of the bunch. The carousel horses were great, yeah. and the overall decor of the property was definitely up to this. He said, yeah, that whole display is just incredible. Yeah, I've seen that one in person. Yeah. It's great. The dragon was a chocolate sculpture left over from the food and wine festival display, but it was so amazing I included it in here as well. And he took a picture of it, and I'm going to oh, post wow. it in the okay. show notes. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I just, I just saw that. That wow. is chocolate, dude. That is awesome. Yeah. That, that's, Unbelievable. Yeah. I wonder if he'll still be up when we're around. That'd be kind of neat. Or melted. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Okay, so he continues. We had made reservations at Beaches of Cream for lunch, so we headed that way. This was a trip where we were going to try all new restaurants we had never experienced before. That's what we're doing this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we arrived about 15 minutes early for a reservation, and we were able to be seated right away. We chose to sit at the counter, as this gave us a great view of the entire restaurant. We were surprised how small the restaurant was and gained an appreciation for why, as a walk-up, you can never get a table. I had a turkey sandwich, which was great, but really filling. We were not aware of the portion size being so large, and we had we known, we would have split an entree so we could have enjoyed one of the very tempting desserts, which, of course, they're known for. Uh, I added that in. He didn't write that. Sorry. Uh, overall, a very good experience, and we will definitely be back, but probably just for just desserts next time. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. They go in there and get that. You know, the food's good, but they, they, they're known for their ice cream. Every time I think of beach... Uh, uh, beaches and cream man i think of that kitchen sink or yeah. one of the smaller versions of that but yeah i know the, well, burgers the smaller are... versions they, they do elsewhere oh that's right you did yeah we yeah. did mention on the show to get the real kitchen sink the actual the origination of the kitchen sink but their burgers are killer i've had a burger from there before and i enjoyed it but anyway i hadn't had that i have a menu for them like i proudly have in my kitchen <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm still stuck on that gingerbread cone with ice cream that'd be awesome anyway yeah yeah we're, we're getting hungry folks we haven't we haven't eaten yet <laughs> yeah we're anyway so finishing up uh we took the boat over to the swan and dolphin to see if they'd had a gingerbread display as well they did have a display of chocolate sculptures but it paled in comparison with the ornate displays at the other hotels and he gave us a picture of a little choo-choo train engine made out of chocolate and santa That's on his chair with chocolate and it looks like a nutcracker made out of chocolate and a fireplace. Oh, that fireplace display. Yeah. Look at that. Good. That's pretty cool. That's chocolate. All right. So he continues on. That night, we took our first trip ever to Fort Wilderness Campground for dinner at the Trails End Buffet. I haven't eaten there. Have you? No. I, I've never been to Fort Wilderness. Yeah. I've done Hoop to Do. I've never done Trails End, but I hear it's just as good. Mm. Anyway, I continue. We took one of the ferry boats from the Contemporary Landing. The captain of the boat was very funny, engaging with all the guests. He even showed us the world-famous shoe tree on the way to the campground. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't great when you get a, a, a good transportation guy? Oh, absolutely. It's like the old bus drivers that I used oh, to get, man. It's so that. great with the trivia. Anyway, 
I could not get a photo, but it is a tree just before the campground dock with about 20 or so pairs of sneakers in its branches. The dinner at Trails End was good. The selections were a peel and eat shrimp. Delicious. Chili, salads, fried chicken, ribs, a carved meat, vegetables, baked potatoes, desserts, cookies, bread pudding, cobbler, and soft drinks. The cornbread with honey butter was especially mm. good. Can't go wrong with honey butter, y'all. Um, well, maybe you can, but, you know, I like honey butter. Uh, I digress. Uh, the price of, you know, guys, when y'all write in to us and we read it, you know, I'm going to have to comment. <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, you know, some of this stuff, uh, he didn't write, but I did. So anyway, sorry, Chris. I continue. Uh, the price of the buffet seemed to us to be a good value at $29 per person and $15 for kid. Uh, it's all you can eat. So, you know, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. We took a stroll around the campground afterwards and checked out all the decorations the campers had put up around their sites before we headed over to Wilderness Lodge by bus, which actually here's a pretty killer experience, you know, because they a lot of those people go year after year and they go all out with their decorations on the campground, you know, so that's actually kind of neat. A unique little thing to do during the Christmas. But anyway, mm -hmm. the lodge tree was amazing and there was a local high school chorus performing Christmas carols in the lobby. We all commented on how similar the lodge design is to the Grand Californian, and we will definitely consider staying there on one of our future trips. You know, you're absolutely right. It's just it, like the Grand it Californian. Is. And then it, it's, I love Wilderness Which I love. Lodge. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, it's one of those, uh, Artist Point, uh, Chris, if you ever go there, yeah. I, I would love to hear your review of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll work on day two and day three in the parks as well as the cruise and send it your way. Great New Year podcast. Just listen to it today. All the best to you and yours, Chris Sullivan. Well, thank you, Chris. And we're going to deliver to the listeners parts two and three and also post up the pictures to that. And then actually next week we'll have Lee on the show. So he'll be able to take part in your experience and your trip report with us. And we definitely do appreciate you sending this in. And guys, if you have a trip report, you, you don't have to do a recording like we've had other people do. You could definitely just email in with pictures and stuff. And if you give us permission, we'll post it uh, on uh, make it a part of our webpage. And that way, all of our listeners can kind of share in the experience with you. But uh, thank you, Chris, for putting that together, man. That was pretty awesome. I mean, I'll look forward to reading the next email, which actually uh, I, I, I read once, but I'll forget about it and I'll make it a new experience next time we do this show. So I'm going to try not to look at it before that. I can't guarantee that, but whatever. I've already looked at both of them. Yeah, I've looked at both, but you know, I digress. But anyway, guys, thank you very much. I mean, sorry, Chris, thank you very much for sending that in. And anybody else that wants to do something similar, man, send it our way. Gingerbread cone with ice cream, dude. Come <laughs> on, Chris, my man. That is killer. Oh, God, I got to find one. I wonder have if you, they make that. Have you ever had that before? Like a gingerbread no. cone? Who does that? I mean, let's take it. You know, we can and even make gingerbread sandwiches, ice cream sandwiches, man. Why, is not, why isn't Baskin Robbins all over that? Yeah, why is that not happening? I mean, come on. let's uh, Guys, let's do this. Uh, copyright Chris Sullivan, <laughs> 2015. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, uh, you know what that music means. It's time for us to wrap up the show. This is episode 63. Uh, a couple ways you can get in touch with us, man. MagicRWay at gmail.com is our, still our email at the moment. We'll be transitioning to our MagicRWay website email address in the near future, but not any, not any time now. Gmail is pretty good to us, and they've been doing well. Uh, but anyway, you can email us there. You can call us on our toll-free number, 1-844-HARAMBE. That's one 844 Harambe. H-A-R-A-M-B-E. And uh, you can call us there from any phone, whether it be landline or cell phone or mobile or whatever else. 
Um, you just you could be driving safely. You could be biking, kind of like Lee does, or whatever else. Uh, but anyway, you can leave us a voicemail there. Or if you happen to be by your computer, and we're going to post a link on our website, magicourway.com, soon, very soon, you can leave us a voicemail on our SpeakPipe. And if in the meantime, you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash magicourway. And through your computer's microphone, man, you could just leave us a quick voicemail or a trip report, and we'll put it here on the show. And we would love to hear from you guys, man. Absolutely. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, if you have any questions, trip reports, opinions on anything that we've talked about, man, let's. let's I want to. I want to start interacting with more of you guys because uh, uh, I know there's a lot of you guys listening. And so, man, let's just let's just make it a big happy family chat thing, man. Let's let's do it. Anyway, moving on. Um, Facebook, Twitter, you can find us there. Uh, Google Plus. Now I'm starting to get active on that. I. Uh, Let's see what else. Oh, Instagram, Pinterest, and we have accounts there. Um, but yeah, you can find us on any one of those mediums, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. Plus. You can definitely find me bouncing around in there, putting, posting little things here and there. If you happen to catch Danny, you know, send it in. <laughs> we will definitely send you a prize. If you see Danny actually posting something. <laughs> yeah, you have a better chance of finding Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. But if you do, if you find it and you call me out on it, and I'll send you a prize. Well, I got prizes waiting to go in our prize basket. We just got to kick up with some ways to get rid of it. You know, I yeah, think I'm, that's third. That's turning into Sylvester. You, you pretty much. <laughs> we have to kink of one way to get rid of it. I, I just didn't want to say anything. It's okay. It's okay. I went Sylvester cat for a second. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you catch Danny on any of those social platforms, <laughs> man, send it or take a picture with your phone and email it to us. And man, we'll, if you're the first one to send it, we'll send you something, man. But so we'll see what happens. <laughs> this could be fun. And by the way, next time uh, Lee sends us a recorded message, if you can kind of hear in the background where he's at and figure it out. By all means, send that in too. We'll have another prize for that, man. Definitely. By the way, I was on social media briefly. I, I when were you were you? on that other show. Oh yeah, that's right. You I did. tweeted you to to say you know break a leg kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, well. But anyway, nobody called that out, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, no, that that's burnt. Yeah, I don't think that show uh, that show does not count. Once a week, I'll get on there to see how long it takes somebody. Yeah, let's see if it, let's see posts. And so I don't think Lee can count in this. No, Lee <laughs> Lee does not count. Lee in does this. not count now because you know he's our travel agent and he's affiliated with us. Uh, speaking of which, Lee works for Just a Dream Away Travel. You know Jennifer Harris's company up there, where Lee and her and a bunch of other agents and stuff can guarantee you a great vacation. Uh, I'll have all this information in the show notes. You could check out the Facebook group, Dreaming Way to Disney, where you'll see them interacting with all their customers and guests talking Disney. Um, and I'll have all the contact inf information for Lee. You could have Lee at justadreamawaytravel.com. Uh, get in touch with that. And he'll be actually be here on the next week's show. And so yeah. uh, he'll give you information on that. But I always have his stuff in the show notes. And on his website, we'll also have contact information for that company. If you want to book a vacation to the world or anywhere else in the actual world, yeah, they can do that too, you know. So uh, no cost to you for a quote. Just call them up. Very easy peasy. And I know, Danny, you've been working with them, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't just pimp Lee. We use Lee. Yeah. You're not You're not just a, what is it? Did uh, that sound right? You know, pimp Lee. <laughs> we don't pimp Lee. We use Lee. As well. Maybe that, that's that, a little bit. I'll, now that I think about it, it sounds bad. But It does. It does. We don't just talk about Lee. We actually, for our, our travel needs, we, we go through Lee. There you go. That's it. We're we're customers as well. We 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 sign up to the general A. That's right, the general E. The general we ride e. the general A. That's right. Go. Yeah, and we yeah, yes. And he, <laughs> but he's not orange because he, he has a natural tan. Uh, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, this is getting long. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, lastly, man, you're um, the one who promised it would go short. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
um, iTunes and Stitcher, the two places you can find this uh, download or show, or you can get the, the pull straight from our website, from the RSS feed if you want to do it yourself. Uh, but if you do any medium that you do, Oh, you can also start listening to our show on SoundCloud. We just got a podcast account with them, and we're going to be starting to post back shows. I'm going to start with show number one. I'm going to slowly kind of release one each week. So if you didn't, you know, if you want to kind of catch up on the shows and stuff and not have to worry about downloading at all, you can catch it on SoundCloud if you're a member of that. But either way, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you download our show, if you can leave a rating and review, man, please do. Leave us a good rating and leave us a definite review. That way it keeps us relevant and keeps us in the search engine so people can find the show. And, you know, just it's, you know, it's very little for us to ask, man. Just give us a, just give us a review and we would definitely appreciate it. Rating and a review. Um, so anyway, I think I, I got through everything. I think that's all, all I have as far as ah. social things. And I hope I remembered everything. But anyway, yeah, magicourway.com. If you want to see how, uh, and I'm actually doing a website myself. You know, kind of crazy enough, it was a lot easier to do than I thought it would be. I was about to hire somebody. Um, but anyway, check it out. You can see me my progression with it, but you could definitely find the show and the show notes. And you could play this show straight through the website and follow along with the different pictures, especially with Chris Sullivan's email. So you kind of see what we're talking about. So anyway... That is pretty much Magic Our Way, show number 63. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.